dum 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 Welcome to Sports Are Dumb, the show where we tackle the biggest and stupidest issues in sports. I'm Joey. And I'm Sean. And Sean, I have but one question for you. Are you ready? For some football are you ready for some college football and professional football F- professional football is coming in two days with the chiefs versus the lions but we already had a full weekend of college football to talk about and man i am often reminded this sport is dumb <laughs> why do i love it I, I love, it's great but it's also so dumb there's so many things that happen uh week zero and week one that we can just hit on but uh yeah college football <laughs> it's not if aliens came to america and say what is your greatest athletic activity and we showed them that they were like all right we're out of here because it's dumb. <laughs> this is dumb it's, it's so stupid I'll start. I'll start with, uh, you know, me, Sean, a uh, proud alum and now employee of the University of Texas at Austin. I don't know how critical I can be of the football team anymore. Y'all won't be getting any more drunk Facebook videos of me live at uh, football games. Uh, But um, they had their season opener against Rice for some reason, which... I think I touched on before. Cupcake games are dumb. You need to play somebody in your own calendar caliber, playing a lower team just to get a preseason game de facto, and it's you know stupid. Anyways, not, that's not what I want to point on. Bef- two hours before the game, the game started at two thirty on a Saturday in Texas, where we've had a record <laughs> summer when we had like forty five straight days of over a hundred degrees. And it wasn't more because on that 46th day, it got up to 99. Then the rest of the week was 100. So anyways, 230. And we, and we rejoiced. <laughs> and we were, we, it was, it was 99 and we were like, this pleasant breeze. It's wonderful. <laughs> there was a group chat going around. We were all celebrating in the morning. Anyways, we were so happy it wasn't 100 degrees. But it's still 99 degrees with the heat index of 1,000. Who knows? We don't know. Anyways, uh Texas has this 2.30 season opener, me with season tickets, as soon as the schedule got announced. I told my buddy Chris, who I get season tickets with, I'm not going to that game. I'm not going to go see Rice in 100-plus degree weather at 2.30 because that is the dumbest start time. And it turned out to be true. Like half the stadium was filled because they measured the, the temperature of the field before two hours before the game. It was over 150 degrees. It was like, what are we doing? What are we, who, we're not protecting anybody here. Push the start time back. This is dumb. This is not as important. My cousin was telling me he was a, a drum major uh, for Baylor. He was telling me when he was on the field, the field would be so hot, they would tell them to keep moving their feet because if they stood still, their shoes would melt into the field. Dumb. College football, start time, dumb. If you play in Texas or the South, move that shit back a few hours so you're not melting on the field. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Like 160 degrees. Go get out of here. Can you imagine halftime being delayed because they have to clean up melted shoes? <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. Because it's just like. Only surpassed by the Buffalo Bills 
having to clean uh, sex toys off the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I score, corner ends on dildos all over the field. But yeah, that was my first dumb observation. Uh, another dumb observation I had was, uh, which I didn't know this situation is, uh, oh crap, I got to look up his name, but a player for the University of North Carolina uh, who recently transferred there is still awaiting a decision from the NCAA, you know, the honorable NCAA, if he can play, because they instituted a new rule that where you can't play uh, a season on a new team if you transferred twice before graduating. However, when they instituted this rule, they instituted this rule after the player had already transferred. And so it's just like, it's so, and so there, there's an appeal and the initial appeal got denied. And so they're waiting for the second appeal. And so it, the, the player, he, he, he was transferred to UNC for the first, for the second time uh, and gets undercut by this rule. And uh, the reason why he transferred the first time was because I think it was for Kent state. He was playing for, and during COVID, they canceled their season, so he transferred out. And so it just doesn't make any sense why the NCAA is standing by this rule when they, you know, when they make the most bogus rule. They're not – nobody needs the NCAA. I still don't understand – well, college football doesn't need the NCAA. I think they're just lazy and don't want to govern it themselves, so they say, oh, let the NCAA do it. But then when the NCAA pulls some mess like this, they want to be all mad about it. They just need to separate from the – it's time, man. The state of college football where it is now, it is time for uh, college football to leave the NCA. It doesn't even matter what region, the conferences. A lot of stuff doesn't matter. So having the NCAA involved, they don't decide the national championship anyway. So having them involved is pretty much pointless. Do you think we could get to a point where the Saudis are attacking college sports or trying to poach college trying sports? To buy? I don't know. Are they going to invest in somebody? Maybe there's, you know... Uh, a player that you know that's going to be what the, they want to give money to. Do you think Why your two hundred thousand dollar nil deal is good now? How about eighty five million dollars? <laughs> and he just has to do a commercial like, "Hey, I went to Saudi Arabia. It was great." And I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't put it. I, I can see it happening. I mean, it's America. Anybody take money? Why not? I, I see college conferences taking Saudi money. Why not? Why not? Indeed. <laughs> Sean, you have a long list of stupid items. I'm going to sneak in here with one. Is yeah. teams getting a little too cute is dumb. I love cute. a good trick play. I love a good, you know, Duncan. That's not a thing. I was going to say Dunkaroo. That's a, that's a treat, which I also love. I also love the, uh, the cookies, oh. dipping it into the frosting. Good times all around. But I, unlike you... I, I assume you watched more college football over the weekend than uh-huh. I did. I watched not so much, but I did see a little highlight from Virginia State and Norfolk State, uh, which is a, I'd say, a, probably the most eagerly anticipated game of the entire college football season. And there's a, a clip of this that we can point to that's called the most college football ending ever. And I am going to spoil this ending. So if you don't want to hear it, fast forward. Let's see. We'll start the clock. We'll say about a minute and 23 seconds. I think I can get through this. Basically, okay. <laughs> basically, Virginia State has a three-point lead. They stop Norfolk State inside the five-yard line. And then Norfolk State has two timeouts. There's about a minute, 55 seconds left or so. So 
Virginia State basically just runs three straight plays of like quarterback sneak, get you know, get a couple yards each time. Norfolk State calls timeouts when they can. When they can't, clock runs down until Virginia State calls their timeout. So there's six seconds left, and it's fourth down. And Virginia State is up by three. The coach, rather than just punting the ball and you know directing the kicker to punt it out of bounds or something, or even snapping the ball and just immediately taking a safety and then dealing with the kickoff, throws in this fun little wrinkle of telling the quarterback to run around for six seconds Uh-oh. and not, you know, just let all the time run off the clock. And this is not a common thing. And also remember, these are 18 to 21 year olds. And when you're asking them to do something out of the ordinary in a pressure situation, probably not going to get great results. Quarterback runs around the end zone for like a second or two, then sees, Oh, I'm going to get destroyed by all these big men running after me runs out of the end zone and then runs out of bounds while there's still time on the clock. Giving Norfolk State the ball, and I was, I I feel, what? Like, the, I I feel like this. The, I feel like the announcers had to have misspoke because they said it was a 15 yard field goal attempt that Norfolk State had. That was just, which just seems too close because yeah. I feel like the the minimum is like 17 if you're the, on the yeah. goal line. <laughs> so, yeah, minimum 17 or 18, I believe. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's different at that level. I don't know. Fun uh, result of this game though. Norfolk State still ends up losing because they snap the ball and miss. It goes over the snapper's head, oh, and then yeah. Virginia State not only recovers it, returns it for a touchdown. <laughs> so they, oh, I don't, oh, I don't know what the spread of the game was, but surely there's a bad beat somewhere in there. Yeah. At some case, but just the and this happens all you know all throughout college football is just teams getting a little too cute. It happens in the NFL too, and yeah. when it works, phenomenal. But I feel like the like the the risk reward system, like they're just not thinking through it. And I get it. You're on you know you're on the the field. It's late in the game. You don't have a lot of time to think through things. Although in this case, they did have a full time out to talk and think about it. And probably were thinking about it the entire first three downs of the possession as well. So it's just wild to see. And uh, it's dumb. I love no. seeing it, though. I, I don't want it to go away. I love seeing things like that. But it is dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a play on the field. It's another NCAA type uh, observation, but I don't know if this is solely them. So in Division One FBS and FCS football, now they changed the rule to where if you gain a first down, normally in the past if you get a first down, clock stops, you get the time the the ref time to set the ball, uh, gives the chain crew time to uh, move the chains. Which uh, <laughs> there was a delay of one. Ah, oh, what game was it? I, this is a separate point. There was a delay in the second half start of a game because the chain crew was late. I think that was the UNC South Carolina game as well. They were late coming out the halftime. Like everybody's on the field waiting, and like the chain crew was just late coming out of the locker room. Were the chains also missing, or th- those were ready? Chain, those were on the, the field. The chains were ready. They were laying down on the sideline. They zoomed in on them, but there was just nobody next to them. And you see dudes just in all white and these vests just running out there. They'll get the chains, and then they can start the game. Anyway, I love the uh, idea if they wanted to measure other things at halftime, so they took, like, took the chains with them and were just. Measuring like statues outside or something. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, so they changed the rule that uh, now except for the last two minutes of the first half and the second half, uh, all first downs the clock is running similar to like NFL, but NFL the clock never stops on the first down; it just 
It's just a change. Change it's change for college football, and so this is because college football games are super long. They can be pushing four hours sometimes, um, especially if it's a prime time game. Boy, <laughs> that it's a long <laughs> game. Uh, maybe even four and a half hours. Who knows? But um, but I think games only like the average was only reduced by like four from four to eight minutes. Why? Because that increased the uh, commercial time that college football has. And so they didn't even do anything. Like you, you tried to speed up the game like baseball, but then you just add in more commercials. Uh, it, and it's, you know, it's just dumb old college football, just not, not being smart and like uh, trying to achieve one goal, but then just not doing that because they got to get this money. Very dumb. Very dumb. <laughs> Very but dumb. But also not surprising. <laughs> right. Which I don't know what that says about us that we just take it, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. What does that say? That, you, you're absolutely right. That is a great after. We just take the BS and keep it rolling. We say, oh, we still love this game. What's a dumb prediction for the NFL season that you have of something? I'll give an example of something that I thought was pretty Uh-oh. dumb last year was the Minnesota Vikings finishing 13 and four, but 11 of their wins coming by single digits. It's pretty dumb. Like, a dumb position I'm making or that I've heard. How about both? Oh, well, I don't know. The uh, People still believe in these Cowboys. I don't know why we do that after <laughs> uh, nearly 30 years. Like, it's, it's pointless. Uh, just, they, they exist to break Sean's heart. Um, a prediction that I will make that is dumb. I think, I think both the Lions and the Saints make the playoffs this year. Even though they weren't good, I think uh, I think Derek Carr and that offense. I think with uh, Kamara back, Michael Thomas back, I think they can do some things. I think the Lions they had a hot ending to the end of the season um, last year, and I think they can. I don't think they got worse in the offseason. So look out for them. I also think the Packers will be good with Jordan Love, and I think they might um, be even better than they were last year with Aaron Rodgers. Well, that might be a dumb as hell come into the season, but we'll see. I noticed you didn't support the Bears in there, which is a smart decision. No, I think they got they got a quarterback. That that's all I got for them. They got a quarterback, and they got what DJ Moore. So maybe you know, and they got a receiver. Forever, forever <laughs> searching for a number one receiver by putting number yeah. two and number three receivers in that position. Love yeah. to see it all around. Mine is that a team's going to have two ties this year. That's my oh. dumb prediction. And it will impact the playoffs one way or the other. That they, they will either benefit from having two ties or it'll keep them out of the playoffs. Still one of my favorite things was the, uh, the stat about how the Panthers had never had multiple winning seasons in a row. And despite having like several playoff appearances in a row, I think it was at least three, but one of the seasons they finished seven, eight, and one, and the tie was the reason they made the playoffs because whoever was behind them was seven. And so made the playoffs with a losing record and a tie. And I look forward to a team finishing seven, eight, and two, or nine, six, and two this year, something like that. So the year the Panthers made the Super Bowl, they didn't make the playoffs before or after? That's wild. That is a wild stat. They didn't have a winning record. Oh, I, don't, I don't remember. Still, if they made like, it. Yeah. yeah, it's still pretty impressive. And I believe right. that stat is still true because they've been bad for a while. 
So. Yeah, now they've been bad for a while. That's how uh, they got the number one overall pick. Over 27 seasons in the NFL. Well, they traded for the number one overall pick, but still. Yeah, last winning season was 2017. And yeah, the mm. year, that year they were 7-8-1 and one was the year before they made the Super Bowl. When they went fifteen oh. and one, and then followed that up with a six and ten last place of the NFC South performance. Well done, Panthers. We haven't talked about your personal sports or dumb accolades that have recently happened on air. Yes, yes, lots of good sports accolades. So this week, with it being Labor Day, we had a week off. But last week was the last week of the regular season, and I basketball. I, Yes, on basketball. <laughs> Let's completely yeah. shift sports from yeah. football to basketball. I can't remember if I said this on a show, but the team we played last week, like the week before, the second to last game of the season, so I guess two weeks ago, where the guy I was guarding said, I'm too high to play, <laughs> sat, sat down on the bleachers for like four minutes and then just left. So we finished that game playing five on four. We scored 100 points. We beat the team by like 58 or something like that. That team was also supposed to be playing on the other court. We have two courts going at once. Didn't even show up. They were just they were all just so I think disheartened from done. having to play because it was really just three people who were on the team, and the high guy and one of their other players were not normally on their team. They had just recruited them so they could have five players, and I think they all just collectively were like, "What's the point? Why, yeah, why even bother?" And so. It was very confusing because they're a blue team. We're a blue team. And then the team we played this past week, also a blue team. So the scorekeeper from the other court was like, blue teams, get over it. He's like calling all of our names. He's like, no, not you. He calls us. No, not you. The other one. (laughs) And we're like, they're not here. And he's like, oh, all right. (laughs) The other team is like, you win. Forfeit. I'm like, that would suck. I'd hate to drive (laughs) to this place. and then. But sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like playing today. Oh, they're not here? Good. I'm going to go drink. So I mean, if I I'm fine beforehand. I just don't want to make the the trip out there, and then yeah. it's like, oh, by the oh, way, yeah, yeah. which they I think give you a heads up. Yeah. yeah, they maybe played a little screen. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention, but anyway, this game looks like we're cruising to a comfortable win, and then one player on their team who has been fine but not great scores like eight consecutive points, including three plays in a row where he gets a layup and then steals the ball from our guy bringing it up the court. Oh, man. We're just like, please, someone else get the ball. (laughs) Because it's not our normal. (laughs) That was not our normal point guard bringing it up. And we were kind of like, oh, we're winning by a lot. We'll let him, you know, we'll let him get some experience running the point. No, rough, rough idea all around. So they end up coming all the way back. Take the lead. We end up tying it. They realistically could just hold for the last shot but they start the offense a little early we call a timeout with about six seconds left because they missed they missed yeah Yeah. yes i'm sorry i missed that part they missed a shot we got the rebound (laughs) all timeout and we're basically like all right tallest guy on our team who's our i'd say our best player best all-around player and then our point guard who will in the same breath will like brick off the side of the backboard (laughs) a three, but then do like a Steph Curry five feet behind the three-point line over two defenders swish. So we're like, one of you two, come get the ball. And so our tall guy inbounds it, point guard, gets the ball, immediately gets double teamed and just like chucks the ball across the court. I thought it was going to go out of bounds. Like it looked like he threw it too far. He even said afterwards, it was out of bounds. Our guy gets it, just dribbles one step in front of half court, shoots it up. 
point guard while it's in the air goes, oh, that's money. <laughs> and he sinks it. We all go nuts. Oh, I didn't know it was half court. We're in the playoffs. Much. Yeah, awesome. it was the comparison I have not to belabor Steph Curry again. The Mike Breen double bang three pointer is a pretty, okay. a pretty good comparison of where he was shooting it from. It was right before the court. I, I assume that Mike Breen would also say bang, bang. Yeah, he saw it live. It was great. And we learned after the fact that one of the player's wives is there uh, recording parts of the game. I think a a lot of the game, in fact, did not record that final play. (laughs) Ah, man. So we will not get to relive it except in tales. Uh, And I'm sure in five years when he's telling the story, it'll be a full court shot. (laughs) Would there have been a like overtime or like a free throw shoot off or something like that or? I've never seen one go to overtime. Usually the games that are happening, like ending before us, are huge blowouts. So it's not anything. Yeah. You know, we've, it's never come up. But I wonder if it'd be sudden death. I remember playing in one leg. Or maybe this was even like a, a middle school or something, like where it was sudden death in overtime. And the other team just like tapped the ball all the way to their basket. And their guy outran our guy. And made, oh, yeah. Made like two seconds into the overtime to win. And we were like, well, all right, cool. <laughs> overtime yeah <laughs> love this sudden death but great times we got the playoffs coming up and potentially if we make it to the championship game three games in one night so i i might be very tired <laughs> the next day Ooh, that sounds rough that that does not sound pleasant no it's also coming back from a vacation too i'm going out of town oh uh, no so nah. i'll have been on the airplane within 24 hours of stepping on the court potentially three times I'm scared. I tried to just start singing the airplane song, but I forgot the lyrics, so we can continue. <laughs> Something like, airplanes in a nice guy's like B.O.B. and Haley Williams, yes. A true <laughs> classic. I learned that they never met each other until they won, I don't know, the MTV Music Video Award or something. And they were like, oh, this yeah. is you They are. recorded this full song together. They made a music video together. Had never met. Hmm. What, a, what a time. Back in the 60s, That's you couldn't do that. You'd have to call up there's like a whole story. The Rolling Stones had to call a singer who I'm blanking on her name now. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll find it out in the show notes. But at like 3 a.m., they were like, hey, we need a woman's backup vocal for Sympathy for the Devil. And then she like <laughs> was like in her like nightgown, like does the vocals and then goes back home. I was like, oh. now you just send an email. <laughs> Be like, hey, yeah. lay this down in your it's home studio. Audio file. <laughs> yeah. She sound great. I do want to get to our sports cliche of the day. Oh, yeah. Which we will be hearing, I'm sure, during the talking heads of football season when we need content to fill. So people will say that those comments were taken out of context. Man, like, especially when uh, someone like on the big networks criticizes somebody and then a player takes offense of it and then they would be, no, 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 that's not what I meant. But you you get paid on TV to talk. That's exactly what you've been. Now you're just mad that the player's mad. Yeah, we're going to hear a bunch of that. And we're going to hear, oh, man, we're going to hear. Coaches, oh, coaches going to say it. Somewhere. I'm already getting upset thinking about it. It's just in the show already. Oh, my God. <laughs> it reminds me of the Simpsons episode where Homer's being accused of sexual harassment of a babysitter. And they show an interview of him talking about the gummy Venus de Milo. And he's talking about that sweet candy. But the interview edits it to be like sweet can and then like going back and forth, but there's a clock behind him. So you see like that it's clearly edited. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's like the clock will like go back in time to be 
taking his words. So that's taking your words out of context. But yes, I feel like when you have an exact quote, yeah. it doesn't work well. Well, Sean, before you get too riled up, we will wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoy being a Cowboys fan for the next four months. And I can't <laughs> hear the frustration on future episodes. I don't know what that noise was, but I liked it. Sports are dumb. <laughs>